Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful. Live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively, and above all else, joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm going to introduce today. I'm so excited. We have a guest. Special guest. A very special guest. Um, I'd like to welcome Vonnie Harry. She is the author of the latest best-selling book called Food Babe Family, which is right here. And we're really excited because we're actually going to start carrying some of her products in the studio. But let me start with this because I wanted to intro her properly in the Hilliard Studio method slash Liz Hilliard slash Lee Canelli way. <laughs> um, besides new, being a New York uh, Times bestseller and also being the co-founder of an organic food company called Truvani, um, she's also one of the most influential people on the internet, according to Time Magazine. <laughs> but before we get going and before I let her just go at it and Lee go at it, I just want to say how proud I am to be your friend and how of all the people that I have known, the be powerful part mm-hmm. of our whole podcast is about being true to yourself. And in Bonnie's case, I believe, being true to caring about other people and health. She could have found all this research out herself, but she makes sure everybody, as in the food babe army, which you talk <laughs> about, not only knows it, but has, has made a cultural change, I believe, in the way mm-hmm. we look at food, the way we look at nutrition and health, which goes hand in hand with all of the things all three of us do. And I'm lucky enough to be your friend. She's lucky enough to come to our studio to work out every <laughs> single week. Every single week. <laughs> and um, so anyway, welcome, Bonnie. Thank you for joining us. Oh, well, that is such a warm welcome. I feel like tearing up because I've known you for so long. And you've been with me from the start, I from know. the yeah. very start um, of, it, of it all. And I'll never forget you flying all the way to New York City yes. to be at my first book launch. And now this is my fourth book. Oh, it is your fourth. <laughs> it's my fourth book. I thought, Whoa, time out. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yes. It's incredible. Yeah. And it's just, it's so cool. And I love you both so much. Thank, so thank you, you so Bonnie. much for having me here today. It's our pleasure. It's yes. our pleasure. And we're excited. This is coming out on Thursday, same day you're going to be in the studio. We've pre-ordered books for our clients and you'll have them there signing and giving samples. So we're celebrating you and all your success. So thanks for being here with us today. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. So, all right, well, all right, let's get started. Okay, where do we begin? Give us the summary of this book, why you did it, how we got here, what's the goal. I've, you know, we've both seen it, but yes, let's give okay. us a rundown. So, you know, when I became pregnant and I started having kids, which by the way, I think there's like something in the water when you go work out at Hilliard Studio <laughs> Method. Because you just get pregnant. You just get pregnant. But I would see all of these beautiful pregnant women in class Mm -hmm. that were still fit and working Mm -hmm. out. And like they were they were such an inspiration to me. And I was like, okay, I can do this because me and my husband, we waited for 11 or 12 years Mm -hmm. before we had kids. Mm -hmm. And I thought for the longest time I wasn't even sure I wanted to have kids. And, are all good questions. You know, and <laughs> yeah. so I basically 
was like in this environment where you were so nurturing and so open to mothers. And like, it it just really inspired me to become a mom. You were one of the inspirations of that. Like just being in the studio and seeing all the pregnant women work out. It's not, it's not full of pregnant women, but it's like, you know, but it's, it's, pregnant women can modify it, which was so cool. So, but I just remember that moment, just feeling that way Mm. at the time and knowing that like, I can, I can still work out. I can still do all this stuff. Look at these women. Like it just empowered me to be like, okay, I, if I have a child, it's not going to change my life that much, oh, right? I love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, little did I know that <laughs> it was going to change every fucking thing. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. No, don't sorry. worry. Beep. We, no, no, we do this. We keep it all the time. It was going to change everything, <laughs> right? And <sighs> when I became a mom, I started just become really soft in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was a hardcore activist. I was mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to headquarters of some of the biggest corporations in the world, billion-dollar corporations, knocking on their doors, delivering petitions, demanding change, not to mention all of the death threats and the crazy thing that was happening online to try to get me to stop. Well, I mean, but uh, what? Death threats. Why death threats? Well, I mean, they were trying to do whatever they could to stop me because these companies- pockets. Yes. Mm -hmm. These companies were losing- billions of dollars, you know, to change their ingredients, to change their products. And Mm -hmm. they, I mean, I can't tell you how many companies have changed as a result of this widespread awareness of what's in our food. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. together with people like you who share this information and are teaching other people to eat real food and understand the chemicals in their food and to start to, to make these changes in their own lives. And at the grocery store, when they are purchasing their products and all of that. So I realized that I wanted to raise my children Mm -hmm. a way that they knew the truth Mm -hmm. about food. And so from the moment my daughter was little, and I remember I took her on a business trip and she was playing with all those little packages at the bottom of the convenience store at the, oh, at the yeah. airport. Right and where they put it, right for right, the kids. Right, they were putting Lucky Charms <laughs> right there. for the bottom, yeah. Yeah, like little boxes of Lucky Charms and um, Frosted Flakes and then, and, you know, the cartoon characters that definitely got caught her eye. And then she was playing with the Skittles and the Snickers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just said to myself at that moment, I'm just going to tell her the truth about this food right here and now. She was 10 months old, but... I I knew she wasn't going to understand these chemicals or understand what, sure. what any of this meant. But I was like, you know. Start early. Start early. They say that kids between zero and seven. Right. I read that in your book. the most mm-hmm. um, influenced mm-hmm. by everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And so like if you just teach them the truth from the very beginning, mm-hmm. they're going to be the best generation of eaters. They're going to know the truth about these chemicals. They're going to know to look at ingredient lists and not read the front of the package mm-hmm. and all of the marketing. Right. They're not going to believe the cartoon characters. They're yeah. trying to sell <laughs> them the food. You bring that up in this book in the very beginning. If you guys – I mean, I know you say in the beginning, you don't have to read through this book. And I did not. I, but I did read those first few pages. And you have done the recon for all of us. That is the point. You know, not every mom, you make a point, not any mom who's got time to just know every single ingredient of every single thing. So you've done the hard work for them. Now, all they've got to do is go into the store and go, oh, I'm not going to go where, what is it, the shark thing? You're off, you're really on the, the shark. <laughs> Baby thing. shark. Yes. Baby shark. Yes. It's all over. Is it General Mills? Yeah, it's Kellogg's. Kellogg's. Yeah. I knew it was yeah. one of them. Good luck, Kellogg's. Seriously. So, yeah, ke- let's yeah. talk about Kellogg's. Yeah. Let's okay, do. great. Let's, talk let's about go it. right let's, let's just go right. <laughs> we to don't them. hold back. Okay, here. so in 2015, I started a petition to ask them to 
remove artificial food dyes and BHT. BHT mm-hmm. is an endocrine disrupting mm-hmm. chemical that they line the bags of the of the cereal with to uh, as a preservative. Yep. Wow. Okay. They don't allow this in Japan. They don't allow this in Europe. They don't allow this in many other countries because of the problems that it has with your immune system and your endocrine system. So. But here in the United States, they do. <laughs> so I made a point to show that Kellogg's overseas, they reformulated all of their products without artificial food dyes and BHT. Mm. Because if they use artificial food dyes mm-hmm. in Europe, it has a warning label that says may cause adverse effects on activity and attention in children. So it causes wow. hyperactivity oh, wow. in children. And we wonder why everybody's got a, a, a whatever, you know, yeah. all kinds of trouble mentally and physically right. and all that, ADHD and all that. So. In order to avoid the warning label, they figured out how to make their cereals taste the same without the harmful chemicals. Okay. And I felt like that was- easy to share. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, the fact that it's completely unethical, in my opinion, and hypocritical that they serve us Americans the worst ingredients and then have figured out how to make their products better and safer overseas. So I started a petition. They said they they would do it. And Hmm. they said they would do it by 2018. Well, they didn't do it. Nobody follows following up with them in terms of a regulatory agency like sure. the FDA, FDA or anyone like the media. Goodness gracious, the media like, hello, like follow up on these stories. See if these companies actually tell you what they're going to do because they got so much praise for making this announcement all over right. headlines everywhere. But then it never happened. I got mean, it. even General Mills, they decided to take out artificial food dyes out of tricks and then they put it back. What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, but why? Yeah. Because it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Oh, wow. it's cheaper and, and it lasts and, and on the shelf So longer. we have an FDA why? <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> I mean, what? You know, there's this underlying- No as, regulatory? Yeah. There's this underlying assumption that the FDA like tests all of our food and regulates all of these chemicals that are in mm. our food, but there's over 3,000 chemicals right now in our food supply that the FDA has never, ever looked at. And the safety data that they're looking at is given to them by the companies creating. Oh, sure. Sure. Who's paying their bills? Yeah. Right. right. I got it. So they're Same. looking at safety data presented by these right. companies, and then they're signing off on it. And that's how it ends up in our food. Okay. And until someone sues the FDA, like a third-party nonprofit organization or someone okay. with a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. And Or someone like me that says, you know, this these chemicals aren't right. Like, mm-hmm. we're not using these overseas. They are, can cause harm. Um, these things don't change. And so Kellogg's has gotten away, I think, with murder because they not only didn't do this, but they started to create new cereals that are more hip to children today, like Baby right. Shark. You know, everybody knows the Baby yep. Shark song. Yeah. Yep. Right? And unicorn cereal and things right. like that, which grab the attention of people today. And so they're trying to create a new generation of kids hooked on their garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just really it's criminal. disheartening. Yeah. That's criminal. Yeah, it is. I mean, kids are sick. They're sick with all kinds of things. We've got a higher rate of autism. We've right. got a higher, I mean, it's doubled like in the last few years. Children with cancer. I've personally experienced that in my family. Um, these and, and children are putting this stuff in their body, whereas my generation didn't have this. Right. Now, we had some. Sure. But it was getting, you know, more and more. So When was the flip, you know, right towards uh, such commercialized poisoned food? Like what year did all of this kind of translate. I mean, it's been about 50 to 60 years yeah. now okay. uh, ago. So, so when I was eating cornflakes, I was eating all these bad things? No, you when probably When I was seven weren't. or eight? No, okay. you were 
You were starting to get it. Okay. You were starting to get it. I mean, I would think cornflakes was really bad when GMOs were approved in the 80s, in the Mm -hmm. early 80s. So within the last uh, 40 years is probably the worst in terms of uh, the type of chemical. Like our entire life. uh, Yes. Yeah. Okay. So just wanted to make sure. Yeah. And and it's so unfortunate. It's why we're seeing so many women in their 40s die of cancer. Right. Right. I mean, it's such an easy. I know we just all had a friend yes. who died, and oh, it's yeah. just – it's so sad. And so this is what moves me to keep doing this work, and I'm going to try to continue without crying. Yeah, no, but, I know. But, it but, is depressing. Know, it yeah. is. It is very emotional, and it is very poignant. And it, right now, none of us have a friend that is not sick with something. Yeah. None of us have a friend that is not suffering from immunity problems. It, it's a disruptor in the body in so many – areas. And I think you're almost lucky that you're one of those that are not experiencing that right now. Even if you are a smart consumer, even if you are reading all the things that you put out on your Instagram posts and in your, your books, we still have to, we have to navigate. There's so much, (laughs) there's so much information that uh, Mm -hmm. especially a mom can handle. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's got children, she's got a family, She's got a job. She's got a job. I mean, (laughs) everything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm reading your book as if it relates to me because it does and it relates to all three of us. But these young kids, they have got to have a better chance. And our government's doing nothing to help them. And you are. Well, yeah. And that's why I had to write this book, Food Mm -hmm. Big Family, because I believe that everybody should have this information at their fingertips. And I wanted parents to feel empowered when Mm -hmm. they want to take responsibility and start teaching their kids the truth about food and know that that they're not alone. They're not the only kids, you know, bringing their own lunch to school because they want to avoid some of the the chemicals that are in school lunch. Or if they're not the only kid that's bringing their own snack to soccer practice because they're giving away goldfish and Gatorade to everybody, right? And so I wanted to create lists and different types of uh, spreadsheets of things that, yeah. that that help parents. Like I made a list of 100 snacks better than goldfish so right, that right. parents don't feel like they always have to go to the goldfish, right? And right. the reason why I'm so crazy about goldfish, goldfish. is because, well, they're, <laughs> they're right. putting MSG-like additives to exactly. literally hijack your brain yep. and mm-hmm. your taste buds for you to remember that flavor and to eat more than you should. So you right. eat one and then you eat the next one and then you finish the whole bag. Exactly. So it's just, it's not your fault, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think that a lot of this is our fault. I don't think picky eating in children is our fault. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really do believe it's the food industry that's created these chemicals that hijack your brain. Right. Right. Let's just think about it. Right. When you eat a bag of goldfish, it's the same thing every single time. When you have a blueberry, real food, yeah. sometimes it's sweet. Sometimes, sometimes it's tart. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it's juicy. Sometimes it's mealy. You know, whatever, right? Right. And if you're not exposing your child to that variety of real mm-hmm, food diet mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you're relying on any of the package processed things out there, it's constantly tricking your child into thinking, oh, well, I'm not, I don't want any of that real food because I know what I'm going to expect wow. with this. That makes so much sense. Yeah. It's um, so true. How are you going to do this? So, uh, you know, I really liked your example when your daughter went to school, mm-hmm. was preschool, whatever, and they were selling Domino's pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said, nope. And that was hard because you're like, new mom, I'm going to raise my hand. Uh, mm, would you consider another one? And they yeah. went, no, the price is really good. But you went to Pure P- Pizza right here in Charlotte. And they went, I'll match that price. Yeah. I mean, 
all you got to do, no, that's not all you got to do. First of all, it takes courage, <laughs> exactly. which you have plenty of, and not everybody has that courage. Mm-hmm. So what can these moms do? Well, I got to tell you something that happened about that pizza situation that um, I'm actually, you guys are going to be like one of the first people to break it. So I'm just going to let you know. So at the beginning of this school year, the headmaster stopped me and told me they're switching back to Domino's. Why? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Three weeks before this book came Jesus out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Three weeks before this after book you, After you sung their praises, where you didn't name the school, but you sung the praises Yeah, I kept of- the school private because of our own privacy. Sure. sure. But yeah. Um, and the reason is, you know, I'm still working on it. I'm, I haven't given mm-hmm. up. There's still mm-hmm. 28 more Pizza Fridays at my daughter's school, so I'm still working on <laughs> God. it. Um, but. You know, it's it's really disheartening what happened. I mean, it totally threw me off track, but it reminded me of these couple things. And here's the silver lining. I could go into all the details, but I think this is the important part that I really want to cover because, wow, did I learn a lot about myself and I learned a lot about my daughter and I learned a lot about parenting in that mm-hmm. moment. When mm-hmm. this was all going down, I was doing whatever I could. I mean, I had pure pizza on speed dial five mm-hmm. seconds after, you know, I, I heard about this and was like, what is going on? What happened? You know, right? Yeah. Yeah. And trying to solve all the issues. I came to the headmaster with all the solutions. She was just very adamant about her decision. And so she's keeping her decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe after this week, she might change her mind. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. Well, podcast secret, talking secret, about secretly, this. Secretly, you tell us who it is and we'll go over there. <laughs> I'll go over there. The <laughs> army. You yeah. know, uh, one of the most amazing things that happened during that whole period. And the book, the, the letters actually in Food Babe Family, a pediatrician wrote to the school, oh, okay. um, a local pediatrician who you know, Dr. Anna Maria Temple. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's a client. Yeah. She's she great. actually does this online. I talked to yeah, her the other night. Yeah, she does it all the, line, all <laughs> I, the <Anna>. time. She <laughs> has a crazy schedule. Yeah. And I know I'm always trying to get her to come to the studio. Yes. She's like, oh, I'm, on, I'm doing she, it remote. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, you know, she wrote uh, a letter to the school. But anyway, so I've realized that uh, since that moment, you know, one of the things that the first thing I thought about was first, like my daughter, what's she going to think? She going to feel left out? Like Mm -hmm. what's going to happen now on pizza Fridays? Mm -hmm. And we're at a school where everybody makes a lunch every single day, except for Fridays when there's pizza Friday. And Mm -hmm. some people still make a little lunch. They bring fruit or something else too in their lunchbox. And so parents are used to making lunches. So I said to Harley, I said, hey, and she's been part of this conversation since day one. Right. So she's known the whole thing. She's pretty saga, savvy. Right. Right. She's known that this is something I wanted to change when I saw the Domino's pizza boxes. Like she knows the all that's been going on. So when mm-hmm. I didn't even have to explain to her what Domino's was, which if you're listening to this, what Domino's is, mm-hmm. is a lot of genetically engineered mm-hmm. ingredients. One of them that is in the oil, phase oil, used with genetically engineered soybean oil, doused with Roundup and glyphosate that cause cancer, but then also this chemical called TBHQ that affects yep. the immune system, especially of children. Oh, God. So this is something that you don't want kids eating yeah. every single Friday, 30 Fridays right. out of the year, right. right? This is a little too much for their little bodies to handle. Right. So. Okay. So this is why I was so adamant about changing mm-hmm. it. And, and and there's lots of pizza chains out there, not just pure pizza, that are doing the right thing. So there's a lot of options now, which is so awesome. But anyways, I went to her. She was in the bath. And I just casually mentioned to her. And I said, hey, you know, how would you feel if your school changed to Domino's Pizza? Just just gauging sure. the situation. <laughs> I mean, she's six and a half, out. right? Right. She's six and right. a half. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> and she goes, mom, can't. She like kind of rolled her eyes <laughs> and she goes, can't you just make my pizza? I'd like black olives, uh-huh. green peppers and red peppers, please. Uh-huh. And I was uh-huh. like, 
yeah, I can make your pizza oh, on Fridays. Wow. And I was like, she's like, yeah, okay, thanks. So we're good. And I was like, <gasps> is, is it really that easy? Like, is <laughs> right. it, did I just, I mean, like, and this is what happens when you yeah. teach your kids from the start about yes. real food and yes. healthy food yes. and you tell them about these brands that are poisoning us, yeah. you know? Right. And so, and so I was like, okay, this is cool. And so the first pizza Friday rolled around this year and I, I, you know, made her pizza. I put in this little warming pouch. I even sent a letter to all the parents to let them know that if their child chooses not to eat Domino's, they're not going to be the only one. Oh. And I just wanted everyone to know. And I like slipped in a little information sure, sure. Domino's. <laughs> and, um, and, and then- Is all- this the yoga mat one? No, that was no, Subway. That's a, that's that was Subway. Subway. Okay, Subway. sorry. And, uh, <laughs> we'll get, we'll we'll get to that later. And um, I sent them a little link to the warming pouch I use on Amazon so that they could, you know, if they want to get the warming pouch, they have it available. It's cool because it has these little cherry pits you stick idea. in the microwave and they keep it. The pizza stays hot until lunch. I love it. And so I'm, I make the pizza that morning and then I pick her up from school. I said, Harley, I'm just like dying to know how Pizza Friday went. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> how was Pizza Friday? And she's like, oh, it was so good. good. And I go, Oh, really? I was like, was it better than pure pizza? And she's like, yes. What? And I was like, yeah. Okay, we got a new job. Done. Food, babe. <laughs> my work's done. Yeah. I will make pizza for the whole school. Yes. yes. This, if this is the kind of reaction yes. that I'm getting from my homemade organic pizza. That's amazing. Yes. That's wow. amazing. And I want to talk about that for a second about you know, going back to the death threats a little bit, like Mm. I understand how corporations feel attacked and they're just, it's about the bottom line. Right. But I don't think you're trying to take down corporations. You're trying to fix their products. Right. I mean, obviously there's more to it than that, but in general, I mean, you're saying, okay, Domino's like be a company, but make a pure pizza, like take the shit out and make a product that we can all stand behind. And then we'd stand behind your company. I mean, is that accurate? Yeah, no, it's accurate. And you know, the, the type of comments and death threats and all of the harassment that I was getting was being paid for right, by right, right, right. the chemical associations and all of the people that, you know, their contributors are all of these mm-hmm. big companies sure. that make the chemicals, right? Okay. And okay. so uh, they created a, a system called Leave No Comment Left Behind. So anytime I was talked Whoa. about- Wow. Yes. Whoa. It was dismantled now that the New York Times found out about it and wrote about it, but wow. it's been dismantled. But uh, so it's not the case anymore. But anytime- time I was written about online, okay. there would automatically be like 10 negative comments. Boom. So yes. so it would start to persuade sure. a normal person like you or anyone coming to this article and being like, oh, well, maybe she's a quack. Maybe she's pseudoscientific. Yeah, like maybe we're maybe doing she, fear-mongering. Right. Versus, maybe it's okay. Maybe she's I, an extremist. I should just, yeah, yeah she's an extremist. I'll, yeah. Domino's is fine for my child. I'll yeah. just keep feeding them that. You know yeah. what? And okay. that perception okay. was out. And I know that hurt. That had to hurt. Oh, it that was awful. I mean, every yeah. time I went to go speak at a university or yeah. anywhere that I was invited, there would be situations that were completely out of my control that like I was like freaking out to the point where wow. I had to have security come with me wow. and escort me. Um, they would take over the websites of these uh, these universities where they would sell the tickets to my event and they would – pretend to buy tickets so that oh, wow. the the whole so stadium would be empty. be empty right and so luckily <gasps> so this is dismantled right oh this, yeah it, okay. it is it wow. is but thankfully none of that stuff actually occurred they like figured it out before sure. and and spoke out about it which was so great and i had so much i had so much real support that i was right. able to like move past, that. past yeah. you know that time but okay. man did it mess with my psyche sure and this is 
by the way, this is happening right after you read that accolade of like, you know, Time Magazine naming one of the most influential people on the internet. When that happened, the food industry was like, hell no. I'm, this is, this kind of stuff is not, we are not putting this girl on a pedestal. You know, we need to bring her down. Mm -hmm. And two minutes later, after that article came out, it was like a thing on Gawker, food babe is full of shit. And it went viral, right? Wow. And it was written by, let's just talk about who it was written by. Written by a woman who worked for one of the worst pesticide companies in the world, so bad that the EPA deregulated the pesticide here in America, but they stayed in business to sell those chemicals overseas to countries that don't have the regulations. Holy cow. Holy cow. How did this culture come about? I mean, how did this okayness with all these chemicals Mm -hmm. come about? Yeah. And and, and I know why, because they're cheaper and and a a company can go, hey, there's the bottom line. We can get... But how did these... These are chemicals. They have to be made from whatever, petroleum or something. So I guess they just, through the years, made enough of them and cheaper. It blows my mind, though, that the food industry would even consider this in the first place. Well, everything is money, right? Yeah. So when I think about like one of the worst oils in our food that even exists today and then like certain companies all over Charlotte use and like – I just, I, it kills me. Like there's one oil, cottonseed oil, yep. which is mm. just a byproduct of the cottonseed industry. It's a textile industry. So it's regulated totally different than food. So they're putting way worse pesticides on cottonseed oil. Right. It's genetically engineered. I to would get oil out of cotton. Well, it's, it's <laughs> a, yeah, it's a plant and it, it's, just, it's just like all it's got oil, the seed. right? It's got the seed in there. And so in order to get it out, they have to use these crazy chemical solvents oh called God. hexane. Yeah. Yes. And that residue remains in, in the, oil, the oil and the FDA doesn't regulate the remainder. So we have no idea how much we're actually consuming. And it's been it's been processed to hell to the point where your body doesn't even know, know what, what to it do is. with it, right? But the majority of things that are being fried, mm-hmm. if you go out and eat sure. fried food, it's in cottonseed oil, most okay. likely, because it's the cheapest oil to buy. Mm-hmm. And it's something that shouldn't even be food, but right. it's a byproduct of an industry that they figured out, hey, we can just use it to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, when you learn this information, you can make better choices. You can make better choices, and but how do we, without becoming you... Crazy? No, not crazy. <laughs> I mean, you are... This is your... You know, I've always said you find your your passion and right. that's your mission in life, and that's where you excel, and that's where you've excelled. Some of us do not have that. What do we do? Not mm-hmm. me. I'm talking... I'm really trying to speak for the moms and dads and people that are just trying to make ends meet. I mean... Yeah. I get asked that question a lot, Liz, and I don't, I don't have the answer. What yeah. I do... What I use my voice for is to let people know there's another way. Okay. And if they want to see the other way, I have all the resources. Right. I have four right. books now. Right. Right. You know, and I have all of the information. I have the pantry list. I have the products that you should buy. Yeah. I have all the great snacks that you can have in your backpack and ready to go when your kids are super hungry. You don't have to worry about mm-hmm. all of the the sweet yucky stuff that's available at like normal stores. Like there's a way you can like stock your pantry in a way that like you can set yourself up for success. And then what to do when you go to a birthday party and what yes. to yes. do when yes. you're traveling, right? Yes. And I, I like your list where you've got an absolutely do not do list. And then you're kind of going, and then this is 
Like, not the worst thing, but if you had to have it, yeah. here's your list. She, she plays the grandmother. Grandchildren. Game. She plays the grandmother. No, game. no, no, no. No, this is important. I think yeah. it's a really let's, good let's call point. Call each other out right now. Yes, because yeah, no, I I'm do a grandmother, think. so I Go put ahead. bullshit in my. Why? I didn't know that was as bad as it was. I literally, I learned. I'm, I'm like, now I'm going, oh, time to empty out my kid's drawer. My kid's drawer is full of chemicals and poisons. Well, let me help you. I yeah. will help you okay. stop that with the right Thank you. I'll just I mean, right. you an Amazon but by, order. The, by the way, it, <laughs> yes. wasn't, it wasn't out of it, it, complete ignorance. It was more about being the grandmother and That's being what I'm the saying. only one, you know, when they come over to my house, to their Didi's house, then <laughs> it's okay. But I'm not going to do that. Especially Let me tell you to a what, grandson that's been sick. Right. Yeah, not going to do it. Not yeah, going to yeah. do it. I know. And that and that's really tough. Yeah. You know, my my mom, you know, has been through the ringer with me because, mm-hmm. you know, she knows not to give anything weird to my kids. Right. Yeah. right but right. she's got those organic lollipops right there. My kids, you know, at least my six yeah. and a half year old knows what yes. they are. And she's like, mom. Here we grandma's go. house. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting one of those Trader Joe's, you know, lollipops. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. You know. So you've got options. I yeah. just need to, I need to get deeper into the book. Okay. Right. I, I know where the lists are. That's how beautiful the book is because it's, it's written in lists. And those of us that are going, I just need to see an answer right now. It's right there. Yes. It's right there. It's, so. That's what's so helpful. It's like, you know, that's great to share the problem, but to give the solutions, I think is the, the answer because we are all afraid and frizzled and don't know what to do and we're harried and hurried and working on financial budgets and and mm-hmm. I think you're making it so accessible right. and, for and the everybody. example of your power in speaking to these large co- corporations it's a ballsy move by the way I mean you're Vonnie Harry you started out with just your name Vonnie Harry you were not the food babe mm-hmm. and you went excuse me this isn't going to work for me and by the way, it's not working for anybody else. That took a lot of guts. I think that's an inspiration to the people that are listening to you even speak right now, or reading your books to go, well, I may not have the wherewithal or the financial resources, but I have a voice mm-hmm. and people can use their voices. Oh, they can. And that's what and- has been so amazing to watch mm-hmm. is the community mm-hmm. out there. They can sign right. petitions. They can share this information on social media. Mm-hmm. That's how this all got started with social media, right? And right. I was – the funny thing is I look back and before I joined Facebook back then, I was scared to because I thought, oh, I didn't want to be on social media and let everyone see my personal life. And like I joined it so that I could share my blog and then I realized how it's so powerful. Yeah. So with the – you know, there's all kinds of plights, you know, with social media in terms of, you know, there's all kinds of downsides. But there's so many upsides too because now I've realized there's a community out out there that not only care about their own health, they care enough about other people's health, yep. the people mm-hmm. who can't afford to figure this stuff out because they're just trying to make ends meet. Yeah. So when we're making products better, taking out the artificial food dyes out of mac and cheese or removing the artificial chemicals in Subway bread or getting Papa John's pizza to remove you know, 16 different chemicals from their pizza or Starbucks taking out caramel color out of the pumpkin right. spice latte – or even getting like beer manufacturers to release the yeah. ingredients on, on beer for the first time in history, like those types. That of was moves really impressive. Are thank you, thank you. That, that was impressive. That was the scariest. That was impressive. That was the scariest. Tell uh, me what that was. That was yeah, Budweiser, yeah. right? Well, Budweiser and Miller Coors. So right. I, I was so scared out of my mind before <laughs> I started this petition because I had been in the food space, but then. 
I was like taking on beer and I, I'm not even a <laughs> beer, beer drinker, drinker. Right, <laughs> like, right. but it killed me because I'd opened the fridge and the only thing I didn't know what was in it was like my husband's Newcastle beer. And uh-huh. back then Newcastle was like really hot. And so it was just like, everyone's drinking Newcastle. I'm like, what makes it brown? Like, is it the hops? Like, what is this thing? <laughs> right? Only, like, the only food they would go, mm, like, no, what is this? Yeah. Right? right. And so right. like, I couldn't find out the information. So it killed wow. me. So I was like, okay, well, I'm petitioning two of the largest. And by that, at that point, they were separate companies. And um, the two largest beer companies in the world pit them against each other. I'm like, well, one of them has to has give up to first. give up. Yeah, yeah. It was you know? amazing. Yes. And, and Anheuser Busch, within 48 hours of That's starting that petition, called me, wow. said, "We're going to release our ingredients, and we want to invite your whole family <gasps> to the headquarters and wow. we're gonna talk about things." And I told them at that meeting, it was so awesome. Like they really rolled out the red carpet That's for us amazing. in St. Louis, Missouri. They were like, you know, we're sitting at the board meeting, we're taste testing all these beers. I'm kind of like. <laughs> you know, because I just don't like. I just I'm not Do a little buzz. Yeah. Right? You know, you know, well, every all my whole family was like wiped out. You know, and it was my awesome. in laws. So it's like they are all huge beer yes. drinkers. And so I mean, if I brought my parents, they would be like, "What? what? What's going on?" No, but it was Finley and his dad. Oh, you yeah, know, you know his dad. Yes, yes. yes. Can you see him in here? Oh yeah. Excuse me, that's my daughter in law. Could I have one more? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was it was quite a sight. Um, but I remember going. You know, you you guys, we need an organic beer. This is a revolution. We want an organic beer. We're like, well, we tried it several years ago. You can see it on our wall here. Da, 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 da. It, it just didn't take off. I go, try it again. Try it again. And guess what? They did. They did. And it was advertised during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I lost my mind. Yeah, it was like, the coolest thing. I was like, oh my gosh. People were texting me. They're like, look, did you yeah. see what happened? I was like, yeah, I know. I was at that. That meeting. is so impressive. That's amazing. You were so impressive. So. Does that feel like your biggest win? I mean, I know they are all huge wins, but if you look back at who you took down, made the biggest change, is that one of the most I'll tell you my significant? biggest change. Okay. My seven-year-old, who's seven years older than me, my brother, my brother, Ooh, yeah, really? who did not want to listen to a lick of what I was saying for so long. Oh, but it wow. took all of these wins and me being on the front of yeah. newspapers to saying, well, maybe she's got a point here. And all his friends going, <laughs> Family. Your, your sister's yeah. the food yeah. babe. And like, you know, everyone painted and say, hey, can I meet your sister? And like, he's like, well, what's going on here? And like, and so <laughs> he's like, met your brother. I don't oh, think. yeah. Well, yeah. So it's, but he started to make changes and mm. he's my biggest, oh. I would say he's my biggest accomplishment. That's that is so special. Really That's really incredible. Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I love yeah. That. No, I do. Yeah. I do too. All right. Talk to us about some tips. So don't you have like the 10 like worst things oh. we need to avoid in the yes. new book? The, the terrible 10. Terrible for, 10. For kids. Yes. yes. Okay. So I go through the terrible 10 and and I would say if you reduce it to this one ingredient and, and this is really bold to say this and you know I've been called lots of names mm-hmm. before and so I'm, I'm okay with it but I would say if you avoid this one ingredient at the grocery store. Okay. You're going to avoid the other nine. Got it. Oh, good. So, so great, which great, great. one should you look out for? You should look f- for natural flavor. Mm. Uh, so natural flavor is being added to every single, it feels like, processed food out there. And it's in probably 85% of packaged processed goods right now. And it's the chemical that makes food taste good that mm. normally wouldn't taste good because it's dead. 
inside. Got it. It's mm-hmm. not real food. It's a, Got it. It's made up of enriched flowers and sugar and refined sugar and different seed oils and other chemicals and preservatives. And so they have to figure out how to make something taste really awesome. And so what they do is they create the one millionth best part of a taste. If they're making a blueberry Nutrigrain bar, Mm -hmm. they're figuring out the best one millionth part of that blueberry, putting it in the Nutrigrain bar, which is actually made with more apples than blueberries. And I don't even think it has blueberries. They might have switched that recently. But yeah, it used to be dyed apple pieces in there that were dyed blue and Ew. and they're figuring out how, you know that they they trick you into thinking you're eating blueberry blueberries. bars which which blueberries don't you know they're not they're, even in it they're not even in it right so uh they did okay. this with quaker oats for years they've just started to change that which is great but they used to use you know strawberry and cream quaker oats Ugh. used to have no strawberries in it like absolutely none, none. it was Natural apple pieces flavor. dyed with red 40 wow so, so natural flavor. Yeah. That, and, and what it does avoided. is it, Number one. it's the thing that causes picky eating. So mm-hmm. with kids. Right. And it's the thing that will keep you going back for that product over and over again. So the food companies are literally hijacking your taste buds so that you remember that flavor. The reason why they love Sprite mm-hmm. and Coca-Cola and all the other things that grandma keeps in there. You know, no more. It's already gone. <laughs> it's already disappeared. You know, it's because of these chemicals. And yeah. so if you just say, I'm going to buy products without natural flavor – you're going to avoid the avoid other. Avoid the other. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's, so good, that's, I think that's, that's a an simple easy solution. Yeah. That's and there's so step. many great companies mm-hmm. out there that mm-hmm. are not using that flavoring. And I have the lists of That's in the comp- book, That's right? in the book. Okay. Yes. Good. Good. And, and a lot of resources are for free on foodbabe.com if right. you just want to come there and read it all. Right. right. Okay. Perfect. Good. good. Okay. So that's at home cooking grocery store going out into the world. Do you pick a good restaurant or do you grill the waiter and the chef like what is our best we're trying not to be hated when we go to the restaurants (laughs) i would just simply ask like you know what oils are you using to cook my food i would ask the chef to use pure olive oil or butter grass-fed butter is better but like butter would be a great alternative to have instead of a seed oil (laughs) i like to go to restaurants where i know they're making they're already using good ingredients like last night i took my kids to barcelona yeah i love barcelona it's tapas restaurant a lot of olive oil Mm. is being used in like everything and it's just it's so delicious right so clean and it has so many uh plant forward recipes in terms of you can get a lot Mm -hmm. of fruits and vegetables there and you can have, you know, your piece of fish, your mahi-mahi or whatever, mm-hmm. or your mussels or your paella. And it's like all like real food. Right. And it's so good. And um, my kids love eating there and they like the variety and okay, I yeah. love it too. And then we go to Jenny's, of course, afterwards. Right, right. And uh, that's ice cream. That is good ice cream. <laughs> so yeah, good. that yeah. is really good. I, I'm not sure if they're using flavoring or not, but once in a while, again, this this lifestyle isn't about being perfect. Right. It's, right. it's about trying, that's a good point. trying to avoid, yeah, being knowledgeable and trying to avoid as many chemicals as possible. And so like if you can make your house like a, a sanctuary yeah. of good, healthy, real food and your pantry that way, when you eat out in that time period when you go out, your body's going to be able to handle that situation right, exactly. and not – it's not going to destroy your health. Okay. So, okay. Right. Yeah. Those are great. What um, is your – I guess for lack of a term, like your food philosophy, right? So there's so much focus on food. How do you keep that balance – 
in your house. I mean, I have teenagers, I have a daughter, I'm in fitness, I have past eating issues. So, you know, I'm always cognizant of that dance of we're the message of we're fueling our bodies. We're putting real food in our bodies. I mean, I don't know what the question is, but I just I, wonder I how that saying. comes up. It's yeah, hard. Yeah. It's hard so, to have. So yeah, yeah, like people, so there there is kind of this situation where people are concerned that if you put too much emphasis on food, or what you're eating that you can create issues later sure. on in life, right? And I think that's where you're kind mm-hmm. of going. Yeah. It's like, you know, how do you have a healthy conversation yep. about food in, in, in your family? And the, I think information is so powerful when it's the truth, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's really different when you say like everything's junk food, right? Like, and, and that includes real food made with cupcakes, like, like real food cupcakes. I don't, yeah, I don't think, I mean, I think that's foods you moderate, but real food cupcakes that you made from scratch with real pasteurized eggs and butter and your own amazing sprouted flour and all of that stuff, like that's real food. Like enjoy that cupcake. So at my house, we have dessert every day, but it's a real food dessert that we're making from scratch or that a company that I really love that's making good ingredients, right? And we buy that or whatever, right? There's there's this company called Sweet Nothings. They're making those little push-up pops. Yeah. yeah. There's smoothies inside. So like the mango Ooh. has mango, carrot, chia seeds, and dates. And then that's the healthy. Pi- I know. And then the pineapple has pineapple, spinach, dates, and chia seeds, right? right. And then, you know, and then the strawberry has beets. Like mm-hmm. it's just delicious. So it's a, mm-hmm. a fruit and a vegetable. And it's right. like this amazing, and it's a push up pop and it has little character on it. And the kids think they are like the you know, the they're thing. like, whoa, mommy's letting us have these, right? <laughs> right like right, this right, is a right. treat and they yes. run around the house and it gets everywhere. And yeah. And okay. And then I get mad when they don't throw away the wrappers, right. and, you know, the whole thing. It's real life. Yes, it's real life. So but I think it's, I think, I think your point is right. You just tell people the truth. You yeah. tell your kids, yeah. you tell your little babies the truth. Right. And you've, like, like I don't think dessert's yeah. bad when it's yeah. made the correct way. Yeah. Right. But you don't eat dessert all the time. That's a food because. Right. It, the sugar and it rots your teeth and there's other things, but you tell them the truth about that, right? right? And I think what caused a lot of the eating issues Mm -hmm. that we had as a society was when we were paying attention to things that didn't matter, that were actually Mm -hmm. not the truth, the calories, Mm -hmm. the fat grams, the carbs, the eliminating whole food categories. Yes. I'm saying eat all food as long as it's real. Exactly. Exactly. Right? And then I think that takes the shame element Mm-hmm. out. I mean, it just takes that off the yeah. table mm-hmm. right. when we're just eating real food. Yeah. I mean, I generally try to, and we don't always, but try to, anything that's packaged, I don't want it in my house. I mean, I don't want a thing that I have to rip open. Yeah. And I have some exceptions because when I'm in a hurry, I'll go grab some kind of popcorn that's, you know, but... I love popcorn. Which I do popcorn too. do you buy? Oh, I just... Well, the one, uh, what's the one called? The Buddha one? Yes. Yes. That so one. Good. Lesser evil. But the, my favorite yeah, thing yeah, yeah. to do, That's really so and truly. Good. So good. So good. That, yeah. But my Pink favorite. favorite. Oh my God, I have like five bags in my pantry <laughs> at a time. Yeah, but the best is just to put it pop on the stove own. and pop it and oh, put yeah. some garlic and salt and goodness in it. Yeah. And then I can eat. I mean, it's good. It's all fiber. It's all real. Yeah. You know? I, it's funny. You told me years ago that you sit down with popcorn. I do. And Almost I had to night. get off my nightly sugar kick when I, after I had my second child because mm-hmm. it was like – it was just wreaking havoc on me. Yeah. And I had to give I had to give it up for a while. <laughs> so like I my, my, my two things that I sat down on the couch with after the kids went to bed were a bowl of popcorn yes. and yeah. a big spoon of peanut butter. And I was just <laughs> Ooh, like, okay. that's a good idea. Yeah. Because it gives you that – I needed that, that fat. Protein, and I yeah. just – and it, it was almost like a treat. So it was just and, like, you know, big spoon of peanut 
peanut butter and those popcorn. And I was like, I feel satiated. I'm good this now. is good. Um, yeah. Real food. I, love that. I, I need something to snack on while you're watching The Golden Bachelor. Oh <laughs> my God. Do not go there. Do not go there. Yeah, we're going to have a follow up on track. that. You've got to watch Second it. Second episode. Or don't, you know, as much as you can handle. Um, but before That's we get hilarious. off on that, uh, your buddy, Sean Model, I just listened to his podcast today. And his was about the 10 foods. And a lot of them that he, he, it's, it's you and y'all are like twins at birth that were separated. He's my brother <laughs> from another mother. I oh, know. Yeah. And y'all are my heroes and I get to know you. But it, so I'm listening to him today and he's got this 10 foods and all 10 of them were the ones that Lee and I and you and we all eat. Olive oil was number 10, you know, number one was avocado. Most of those top 10 foods that are so healthy for you, help you metabolize all the, you know, helps you with your weight and all these things were fat, natural fat foods. Yes. Cherries, salmon, um, avocados, nuts, nuts, all of that, almonds. And it was like, we went through that phase where we really messed our society up when we were like fat free mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. pulled that stuff off. Yeah. And so there, the correlation of eating fatty foods does not correlate with gaining fat. It correlates actually with losing fat and, and reducing your weight gain. And they've got, you know, he's a scientist and he's got actual studies. You're a food scientist, you're an activist, and the two of you all are like, you know, anyway, my favorite people, so, except for you. True. Thank you. Oh, I made the trifecta. <laughs> what do I bring to the table? Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> That's funny. So where do you see, or you probably already know, you have this whole plan. You're like Taylor Swift of the food world. Like what's coming next? Yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, That's we want to focus don't... on this book, right? That's food funny. Babe Family. Yeah, That's so what we're focusing on. But yeah, getting this book out to the world. I want every family to have mm-hmm. this as their resource guide mm-hmm. when they're, you know, when they're looking for a recipe to make really, really fast. I mean, there's over a hundred recipes in this cookbook Amazing. and they're recipes that you can make under 30 minutes. So awesome. like when you're really just like, oh gosh, you got home really late and the kids are starving. Like what? to feed them first. Like I have all the strategies in there and how we plan out our meals so that the kids actually eat their vegetables. But um, I really want to get this out to the world. And then, you know, I am also the co-founder of Truvani. Yes. And we're we're like the number one plant-based protein selling in retail right now. Cheers and to that. I know and your studio method is going to be carrying it as of Thursday, Lee. Let's do it. Yeah, (laughs) I'm ready. Yeah, she's ready. Let's go. Awesome, and it's just been so cool to watch. And so, if you go to any natural food store, I mean, we're in Whole Foods now. Mm -hmm. We're all over the place, which is so fun to watch. But I mean, if you go to Hilliard Studio Method to work out, (laughs) you need to just pick up your protein there. I'm lucky. We're lucky. She brought us a whole box of your bars, and uh, we already know that they taste good. So we can't wait to have those on the show. Well, they not only taste good, but like the the labor of love to create that line of bars was so intense. It took years. It started in my kitchen making bars from scratch and sending wow. them to manufacturers yeah. and say, can you replicate this? I mean, I would get, you know, we would get messages back. Yeah, this bar is going to be $14 a pop because Ooh, of the ingredients you put in here. God. I'm like, but, but like, what? What are yeah. you talking about? Oh, wow. and, and so like, you know, we had to, 
really figure this out. And every time I hit a roadblock, whether it was a food manufacturer saying, well, you know, you really should put tapioca starch in here instead of using real mm. maple syrup because it's going to reduce the number of sugar grams on the label and they won't even know and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? no, 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 no. Tapioca starch is like a very processed ingredient. Mm-hmm. It still raises your blood sugar level as right. you as maple sh- sugar does actually even more. And, um, and so it was just like, I was like, we're not doing any of those food industry tricks on the labels at right. Trigani. Like, we're going to have labels without lies. And that was one Love of the- Oh, I like that, that hashtag. hashtag. Labels yeah. without lies. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. um, and so I wanted to have real food ingredients you would make in your own kitchen to make those bars. And so that's why it's called the only bar. The only bar that you, you would find in your kitchen, right? Like yeah. the only ingredients you would find in your kitchen. Well, I can't so, wait. I love that. I can't wait. And and the whole point of the bars being there or being especially in a fitness workout like we have is when you are just worked out, your body is, you know, for it needs a little nutrition. Sometimes it's not a meal replacement, but it is a, a great snack that's going to have all the good nutrition, the protein. Um, we got, we've gone into the nutritional reasons of why we add so much protein to our diet before. Um, you talk about a balanced diet at Hilliard Studio Method. We're trying to fuel your body correctly mm-hmm. while you're in the studio. There, It's going to be there. But then when you go home and you cook your meals, you're going to have this full information of everything you need to have right there. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I feel like we have covered anything. Is there something else you'd like to say before we, besides, I mean, there's a million things you'd like to say, I know, but <laughs> I am so proud of you. Yeah. And I'm so honored that you're here with Lee and I today on this Great Be Powerful po- podcast because owning your own power means owning your own decisions about your health. Mm-hmm. And no matter where we are in life and no matter how much money we have or don't have, we get to own our decisions about our, our life. And we get to make the decision whether or not we want to get to be older and end up in the hospital or even feed our children things that will put them in the hospital way before it's their time. I'm just here to be on your Food Babe Army and to do what I can do and what we can do to continue to spread this great news of our own control, our own power over our health. Yeah. You know, my parents didn't have this information when they came to America. They thought, wow, this food is so fast and available and cheap and And tasty and tasty. (laughs) And my kids eat it and they're going to grow. And that's all that matters because they grew up in a situation where there's poverty all around Mm -hmm. them. The food wasn't available like this. And so now that we live in a different age where we have this information available at our fingertips. We have these resources like my book and other books out there. And we just have the responsibility more so than any other generation to teach everyone about what's happened to the food supply, these chemicals that have invaded them, and how to break free. And we have control. And I love that message. Right. We do. So cheers to you. Thank you. Cheers, cheers to Buddy, the food babe, the food you babe guys, army. We have got we have got it. It's right here. Food babe family. Foodbabe.com. You can join her army uh, on Facebook, Instagram. Where else are you? All everywhere. Of, oh, everywhere. everywhere. Just, just go to foodbabe.com or come to Hilliard Studio Method and work out right beside her. She'll inspire you every time. Thank you guys. Love you, Bonnie. Thank love, you. Love you. Too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. We love five stars. And we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at hilliardstudiomethod.com. Bye.